2: Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm April Dimbaski in San Francisco. Gusty winds fueled a large wildfire that erupted along the coast of Big Sur Friday night. Calmer weather on Sunday helped firefighters battling the blaze. It's now 35% contained. But hundreds of people remain evacuated, and a large portion of Highway 1 is still closed. Kirk Gaffel is president of the Big Sur Chamber of Commerce. He tells KAZU in Monterey County a wildfire of this size is rare for his community. There's a lot of old dry fuel, though, of course, we're fortunate that we had a lot of rain in October through December. But nonetheless, it just shows how quickly it can take off. The same day the fire started in Big Sur, Vice President Kamala Harris announced $600 million in federal funding to help California recover from this historic wildfire season. The money is part of a $1.3 billion commitment from the Biden administration to help clean up hazardous materials and restore forests and infrastructure. Vice President Harris made the announcement on a visit to Southern California. She took an aerial tour of the San Bernardino National Forest to see the scars of the 2020 El Dorado fire. She says the climate crisis is making these disasters more common, but there are tools to help. We must also be able to use technology and common sense and the expertise of those on the ground to understand we have the tools to predict these wildfires ahead of time. And once we are able to then do that, does it not compel us to say, what are we doing to prevent the knowable or the predictable? The funding comes after the U.S. Forest Service announced a 10-year plan to quadruple fuel reduction efforts in the western United States. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book.
0: podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.
2: California regulators are taking more time to consider changing the state's solar marketplace. After a proposal released in mid-December roiled the solar industry, KPBS reporter Eric Anderson in San Diego says the delay likely means changes are in the works.
0: The California Public Utilities Commission delivered grim news for the state's solar installers last month.
2: It's it's so bad.
0: Bernadette Del Chiaro is the executive director of the California Solar and Storage Association.
2: We think the proposed decision, the bones of it, are so rotten uh,
1: that it will not hold.
0: The public agency recommended slashing how much homeowners are paid for electricity generated by the rooftop solar panels, and it proposed a steep increase in grid access charges, for a typical solar customer, about $60 a month. The plan essentially negates the financial incentives for homeowners to pay thousands of dollars to add solar panels to their roofs. Solar industry advocates say the changes could dry up demand for the green energy option and throw thousands of solar installers out of work. And that got solar workers to a rally in Los Angeles last week. The message was aimed at the CPUC's satellite office in L.A. The solar workers, like Revamp Energy's owner, Jay Cutting, says his brown and black workers need the support of commissioners.
1: And we would hate to see all the hard work and and progress we've made been killed by this this bill and this solar tax. So we came to show our support and say, save our jobs.
0: But the commission isn't the only target. Solar industry backers have worked hard to get the attention of Governor Gavin Newsom, and hints that their campaign is working came when Newsom answered questions about the proposal during the unveiling of his proposed budget earlier this month. That draft plan that was recently released, I just had a chance to review, and I'll say this about the plan, we still have some work to do. When asked again later during the event, Newsom was vague, but did suggest the proposal would not survive in its current form. Do I think Uh, that changes need to be made. Yes, I do. A recent development suggests change might be coming. The CPUC failed to put the item on its January 27th agenda after planning a vote for more than a year. It is unclear if the issue is just being pushed back a couple of weeks or longer.
2: There's no question the commission needs more time on this.
0: Solar industry backer Bernadette Del Chiara is not ready to call the delay a victory, especially with the commission in flux. The CPUC president has only been in office since the beginning of the year, and another of the panel's five seats remain unfilled. It is
2: unprecedented, the shakeup of the, the leadership of this commission right at the five yard line of one of the biggest decisions they will have made this decade. So there's no question they need more time. And I think the governor recognized that and referenced that as well.
0: California's investor owned utilities, Pacific Gas and Electric, Southern California Edison, and San Diego Gas and Electric, have largely remained quiet on the issue, but utility-backed groups are vocal on social media, running ads, calling for reform.
1: A flaw in state law is forcing Californians who can't afford rooftop solar to subsidize wealthier homeowners who can. Seniors and families struggle.
0: And they have surrogates making their case. Kathy Fairbanks runs the utility-funded group Affordable Energy for All.
2: It's unfair. And, you know, we understand why the solar industry is objecting to these reforms. It means cuts to their profits. It means cuts to executive salaries and bonuses. It means cuts in their shareholders.
0: Meanwhile, solar industry backers say it is utilities that are motivated by greed Regulators will make the final decision. They've changed the solar market once before, making only minor tweaks after a more sweeping utility-friendly proposal was rejected. It remains unclear if that will happen again. For the California Report, I'm Eric Anderson in San Diego.
2: California football fans are getting ready for the next battle of North versus South. This coming Sunday, the San Francisco 49ers will take on the Los Angeles Rams in the NFC Championship game in L.A. Both teams won in dramatic fashion over the weekend. Deep field. With four seconds on the clock, the Rams kicked a 30-yard field goal against the Buccaneers. Al Michaels from NBC Sports made the call.
0: And the Rams, by the hair of their skinny teeth, Al, why not winning it.
2: The Niners went for a 45-yard field goal in the last seconds of their snowy game against the Packers. Here's Joe Buck from Fox Sports. Kick
0: was down the middle and good! 49ers win it!
2: Next Sunday will be the third time the Rams and 49ers face off this season. San Francisco won the last two matchups. The winner of next Sunday's game advances to the Super Bowl on February 13th. Beginning next year, all K-12 students in California may have to get the COVID-19 vaccine in order to go to school. This proposed mandate is outlined in a new bill expected to be announced this morning by State Senator Richard Pan. According to the LA Times, Pan's bill goes further than current vaccine requirements. Parents will not be able to opt out of the COVID shot because of any personal or religious beliefs. Only strict medical exemptions will be allowed. The proposal is expected to draw strong opposition from groups that have railed against vaccine mandates in the past. And that's the California Report for Monday, January 24th. We are a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm April Domboski. Thanks for listening and have a
1: great day. Support for the California Report comes from the California Healthcare Foundation, working to build a more effective, compassionate, and just health care system on the web at chcf.org health-equity. Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, focused on finding exceptional people and helping them do more for others together on the web at schmidtfutures.com. And Hint! Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors, like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories. In stores or delivered from drinkhint.com.
0: Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of The California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world.
1: I love this place. We were once
2: seen as, like, the place to be California.